Happy Tuesday. Today we're gonna to talk a little bit about why we are changing our name, give you a little bit of background on the mission that we have, raising the water line in the entire industry, and we're gonna to touch base on how to gain partnerships. All coming out after the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. That's right. Don't be alarmed. We have changed our name from the Golf Business Podcast to Find the Green, and we decided that we were going to make the change because we're looking to expand our mission and what we're trying to do to multiple platforms. And by limiting us to just a podcast in our name, we felt that it definitely made it very difficult to do some crossover stuff. So we changed our name to Find the Green, which from a golf perspective, as everybody knows when you're out in the fairway, the thing that you're trying to do is get your golf ball to find the green. But in addition, the double entendre to this one is we are also trying to find the green, more money in the golf business by developing a lot of different partnerships and basically just growing the game. So that's why we decided to make that change. And that's going to be our name moving forward helping everybody in the golf business to raise the waterline and find the green. One of the biggest things from our perspective, and we, we definitely want you to understand the purpose behind what we're doing, our mission, and I've said raise the waterline a couple times, but ultimately what I'm trying to do is give you some additional tools potentially some insight, some best practices or benchmarks that you can start to grade your business with, give you some ideas that just have never come up yet and might really fit well with your business. Ultimately, what I'm trying to do is be a sounding board for all golf professionals out there, all golf course owners out there that are wanting to make some big steps with their business, connect with some golfers that are out there, connect with some people that may be latent golfers or have just a little bit of interest in playing the game. And what that can do is start to get us to work together as a team and start to build that foundation of golfers to add another million golfers, two million golfers to the amount of people that are playing. And we can all benefit from that. Every aspect of the industry will benefit by a growth in overall play of the game. And that's what I'm trying to do with Find the Green. I think that it will definitely allow us to have more ideas understand some different insights that might come from all the way across the United States. I could be talking to somebody in California that's running a business out there, could have an amazing idea that could help golf courses across the nation, but it's never really filtered all the way over to the East Coast and none of us are using it. Likewise, it could be things that are being used up north that 
could be used down south. So just by having a platform that really connects all of us will allow us to raise that water line across the nation and really start to see those profits show up on our top line revenue. And even with our operations segments, it could help us deduct some of that cost that we have and start to show it on the bottom line. So I look forward to find the green uh, guide to golf management being your outlet for that on the podcast. We're going to expand further as we go on through our website that is under development as we speak. And also some of our books and blogs that we will be building with great content for you. And all of it will really start to help the industry as a whole. And the more interaction that I can have with PGA professionals that are out there, that are listening, owners that are out there that are listening, that have questions about things that are happening at their facility, allows me to research it, get back to you and find the answer that can really help your business. One of the biggest things for me is just being able to provide value to you. I mean, your time is very valuable and the fact that you're sitting here listening to the podcast means so much to me and I really want to make sure that time is not wasted. So that being said, Thank you for listening to the first part, but let's move on with today's theme about partnerships and how you can benefit from starting different partnerships. And I'm really only gonna talk about three different types of partnerships. First, there are different companies that are potentially in your area, maybe some bigger companies that are national, associations that are out there where you can reach out and utilize your connection with that association to reach a whole new market of people. And number three, other golf professionals, getting to know a few people in the area that can be that extra insight that you might need so let's go ahead and dive into it a little bit deeper. All right, so the first partnership is kind of the obvious one. It's partnering with different companies that are in your area or national companies that are very interested in branding themselves with golf or potentially their target market is the golfer or the golf course is a customer of that business and they're just trying to establish some goodwill and start to build that friendship or relationship that you have with that company to solidify their place in their pro shop or in your beverage area or what have you. So for example, like some of the different people that may be interested in branding themselves with golf are some of your beverage companies like your beer companies or your like sodas or lemonades or Powerade that really are trying to find a connection with the golfer and they can do that through connecting with the golf course and designing a plan that will not only offer their product to the golfer, but it will help that product be branded in golf. Now, there are other companies that have golf products that definitely need to get their name out and around your facility to spark sales. This is a great opportunity to take advantage of some of their marketing dollars to help increase your sales and help them get more product out the door and both top line revenue will go up. So you also have the places that the golf course itself 
is the customer of the company. Everybody from large companies like Turf Green that help with all the outside maintenance products to even small companies that fix your electrical when it goes out or air conditioning and refrigeration. Those companies benefit just as much from the association that they have with you as you can potentially have with them. So make sure that you are looking out for all of those partnerships when it comes to companies, both national and local. Now, moving into associations, whenever we talk about associations, when it comes to golf, we always think of the PGA, we think of the NGCOA, we think of the NGF, we, we think about everything that is truly golf based, but you can also connect yourself with other associations that can truly show your dedication in other aspects that might open up new markets or potentially, as we've said in earlier podcasts, bring in different types of customers to the golf course, including doing different things with Audubon Club, which is a nature preserve, or the Sierra Club, and really promote what you're doing with the space that you have and how you're trying to not only provide an amazing experience on the golf course, but you're also trying to preserve the area for the wildlife that live there. And by doing that, it can really make a connection with, especially the Audubon Society, you can connect with local chapters, go out and provide tours of different areas so that they can see some of the neat things that are happening in your preserved areas. And it can really show how much you care. And believe it or not, that heart that you put out there will show benefits in many more ways than just dollars on the bottom line. You're definitely gonna see some goodwill which translates into better things that can happen throughout the community that can directly affect your golf course. And lastly, I highly recommend connecting with other golf professionals in your area. Believe it or not, that's probably one of the easiest ways to start to grow your business at the golf course is just having the connections with a lot of different courses in your area and being able to talk with them about different things that they may be seeing with local conditions or what's happening in that town or city or state and trying to figure out a way to work together to make something really great happen. That's where the reciprocal program started back in the day was there were a lot of golfers that wanted to join a golf club, but they didn't want to be tied down to only being able to play one golf club. So different golf courses started to get together and say, well, you know, if you're a member over here, my golf pro can call this golf pro at the golf course you want to go to. And potentially he could get you out and play golf out there because they're friends or they know each other. Well, that's one of the greatest assets of having that network is being able to have your members see you as the person that can get some stuff done for them and not only that, but your membership committee is going to be really excited at the fact that you can get members onto other golf courses and anybody that joins the club has the potential of being able to do that as well. So being able to be connected like that will definitely not only keep your job, 
but it will also raise the value of that membership because you're now giving them a little bit more freedom to be able to play other golf courses as well as their own. In addition to that, networking with those other golf professionals also gives you a direct insight to potentially new staff. If you lose an assistant golf professional to another job and you need to fill that in, the more people that you know in the area that are golf professionals, they're gonna be able to not only recommend somebody, but potentially give you a few different options that are looking to make that next step. So by having that network in place with other golf professionals, you're gonna be able to see not only quality when it comes to your members, but when it comes to hiring, getting that next level quality staff member to come in and really pump up what you're doing at the shop. So that's really all I have to say on partnerships. I highly recommend looking out for different ways that you can partner with a lot of different people. It will only help the future of your business. So I look forward to moving forward with our new name. Make sure that you tell a friend, tell two friends, tell seven friends about the new name change. Make sure that you connect them with this. As we said, this is going to be a platform for us all to grow and raise the waterline in the game of golf. Thanks for listening today and have an amazing week. Anybody that is in the Carolinas, hunker down. That hurricane is for real. So talk to you on the other side. See ya. listening to this week's find the green podcast with pga master professional jason rockhold hit subscribe now to get the latest find the green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media twitter instagram facebook all at find the green 